For a long time, I lived a life fueled by overachieving, perfectionism, external validation, and following the path I thought I was supposed to take. On the outside, it looked like I had it all, but on the inside, my days were defined by anxiety, overwhelm, and I felt like I was crumbling. If you can relate to this experience, I wanna tell you something. Nothing's wrong with you and you've come to the right place. It's time for a wake up call and that's what I hope this podcast will be for you. On this podcast, I talk about topics and perspectives that can help you have less anxiety and leave you feeling more comfortable in your own skin. I share my own personal experiences as well as interviews with various experts to share their knowledge in the hopes that it will help you improve your well-being, mind, body, and soul. I want this to be a place where you're exposed to new perspectives and ideas so you can let go of the pressures telling you how to live your life and instead discover how you want to live your life. I want this to be a place where you're exposed to new ideas so you can let go of the pressures telling you how to live your life and instead discover how you want to live your life. I'm Alicia Hopkins, and this is the Wake Up Call Podcast. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Wake Up Call Podcast. So at the end of last year, you may have received your Spotify wrapped. It was that cute little summary, the graphics that showed you all the things you listen to on Spotify. And what I thought was actually kind of cool is I got a Spotify wrap for the podcast. The episode that was the most listened to last year in all of 2023 was an episode that I didn't even record in 2023. In fact, it was an episode, episode 61, that I recorded in May of 2022. And the idea of the episode was how to calm yourself down when you're feeling anxious and overwhelmed. So in a nutshell, the episode gave you practical, tactical things you can do if you're finding yourself swept up in anxiety or overwhelm. I shared some of the things that are in my toolkit, the things that I've realized have helped me when I'm feeling really anxious and how to get myself back down to like planet Earth, right? Like where I'm focusing on where my feet are. I'm grounded. I'm in the moment. I don't have to be swept up with anxiety. So it was really interesting to me to think, why was that episode the most listened to? And obviously last year, there were no shortage of things to feel anxious about. But the fact that that was the episode that was listened to by far more than anything last year showed me that a lot of us out there are still struggling with anxiety and we want to know how to make that feeling go away or how we can get back to a grounded state. So this episode is not going to be a rehashing of that. You certainly can go back. I'm linking it in the show notes. But this episode is, I like to think about it as hindsight being 2020, the things I wish I would have realized or known. And the things I'm going to share with you, to be honest, when I was in the midst of my worst anxiety, where I felt like I was almost like a victim to my body, like I didn't feel like I was at the mercy, I guess is a better way to say it. I was at the mercy of what my anxiety would tell me what I could or couldn't do that day. I don't know that I would have believed some of these things that I'm sharing, but I'm standing here now a couple years removed from when my anxiety was unmanaged. And this umbrella thought that came to me, as silly as it sounds, but something that I think it's important for you to understand, you are your own medicine. And this is what I mean by that. I did not believe that I would ever be able to be, I say, in control of my anxiety. It's not that you control your anxiety, but it's that you learn that you're not helpless in it, I guess is a good way to say it. 
I used to believe that someone or something outside of me would be the answer to my anxiety, that I needed a certain pill or I needed my doctor or a therapist. And listen, all of those things are still really important, but they are not ultimately the magic thing that is going to solve this for you. You are. So these things that I share with you now, if you find yourself in the throes of anxiety and feeling like you don't know how your life is ever going to be different than what it is now, I share these with you as hopefully words of encouragement that one day you're going to look back when you are in a different spot with your anxiety and you're going to go, I remember when Alicia said this and now I know this to be true. So the first thing I want to share with you is, is that you can be with those feelings and sensations that come up in your body when you are feeling really anxious. So I'll name what that looked like for me. It used to be the tightening of the chest. I would get shooting pains in my arm. I would feel lightheaded, short of breath. Like you can even hear my, my speech more rapid as I explain it. I just felt frenetic all the time. And I remember the things I would reach for, the things I would try to do to distract or get away from those feelings because the last thing I wanted to do was feel those things. It was pretty fucking scary. Well, what I know now is the more you learn to actually be with those sensations, that is a major turning point where you start to turn down the volume on those things. Because the more you run away from it, the more you're telling yourself, holy shit, this is scary. The more you're signaling to your brain that this is an emergency, this is something to be feared. Our brain is a miraculous thing. It's so smart. When we tell it what to pay attention to and we tell it what is scary or overwhelming, it's going to say, get away. So your biggest thing to start rewriting that, rewiring it, is learning to be with it. And what I mean by this now is, is that when I find waves of anxiety hitting me, I now know that it's not something to avoid. It's something to be with, ask some questions, get curious about. But if I find myself avoiding, distracting, and that might look like, I don't know, you numb out to Bravo or you like randomly or like frenetically just start running errands or cleaning your house, right? You're doing anything other than being with those feelings. When you learn to be with it and understand that it is possible to be with those feelings that they will not overtake you, you've already turned the ship around in this thing of navigating anxiety. So kind of piggybacking off of that, you have to resist the urge to U-turn. This is kind of literal and figurative because I remember when my anxiety symptoms were at their worst, a lot of times they would flare up when I was in the car and I would literally make a U-turn and go home. So I would stop living my life. I would stop doing the things that I needed to do each day and go home because I felt like I couldn't handle it. I was so overwhelmed and scared. My anxiety was telling me the course of my day rather than me. The more you learn to push through those points where you turn around, where you made your U-turn, you start shifting things. You start showing your body, your mind, that anxiety can come up and I can move through it. It is so important if you read any literature or listen to things about anxiety, when you realize moving through 
it's really like your secret weapon because you start rewiring the cues your brain developed to say, when I feel this, I go home or I freak out. We have to start moving through that. So I want you to know that when you reach your U-turn point, the best thing that you can do is start building your capacity to move past that point, to keep going. So this is a really big thing. Something I did not realize at this time when I was in the throes of anxiety is that your body is not the enemy. Your body and developing your relationship with it and understanding it is so incredibly important if you are struggling with anxiety. I remember there were times that I almost felt like it was me against my body because my anxiety was so unpredictable when it would pop up that I felt like I was afraid of my body. I felt like I was on pins and needles of, is this when it's going to show up? And what am I going to do if I'm out in the middle of a work presentation and it shows up, right? Like my mind was so busy worrying about when would these symptoms in my body show up. But when I learned that those scary symptoms I was experiencing were actually my body's loving reminder, trying to get my attention that something was wrong, that's when I started to realize that you and your body are one and the same. This is not you against anything. The more that you can be in tune with your body and realize that these scary symptoms you experience when you're feeling really anxious are actually designed to help you, you will realize your body is way wiser than you could ever imagine, and it's not something to be scared of. So another thing that I want you to know is that you don't have to rely on anyone or anything other than yourself to work through this anxiety. I don't want it to be misunderstood. I believe in support. And I remember in my most anxious, uncertain times, I was hanging by a thread. So yeah, I absolutely believed that my doctor or a Xanax or my therapist was the answer, was my lifeboat, if you will, to get me out of that. But the more you work through and start building your own inner resilience to work through anxiety, you start realizing that everything you need is already within you. You possess the ability, the capabilities, the tools to be with your anxiety, honor it, listen to it, move through it, and do all of this on your own. And I think this is true for more than just anxiety. I know as someone who has struggled with a lot of reliance on external validation, to hear that I could rely on myself. And this isn't to say that you have to be like a lone wolf and not have people in your life. What I am saying is, is that if you believe that your only way to be rid of your anxiety or ever have a different relationship to it is through something other than yourself, I want you to know that's not true. I know where I am now, I realize that when I'm looking to things outside of me to fix me, that's the time that I actually need to spend more time with myself and do the work to figure out what's going on. Why am I believing that I am not able to do this? So you are your own medicine, your own resource, your own solution, but it takes time to get there. And having support in place to get you there, why you kind of shore up or build those muscles is so important. But I promise you, there will be a day when you realize I am my own best resource in this moment. So the last thing I want to end with is, is that anxiety will always be a part of your life. Now, you will not always experience it as you are now, 
but you don't want anxiety to go away. That was something I remember in my early days when my anxiety was unmanaged. That was the number one thing. I just wanted to stop feeling like this. I thought anxiety was something that you could wipe away and get rid of it. But in fact, anxiety is your secret weapon. Anxiety is letting you know. It's, think of it as like your own internal thermostat or like a fire alarm to let you know when something's out of whack, when you are not prioritizing yourself. Maybe you're not getting rest. Maybe you're stretched too thin, whatever that might be. Anxiety shows up when something is misaligned, when something is not okay. And you are going to go in seasons or waves of your life that anxiety is going to show up. I just had it for a lot of December. It took me a minute to figure out what was going on, but I, I would notice it starting to show up. And I remember even having moments that I'm like, shit, I've worked through this. Why is it back? It will always be a part of your life. But the thing is, is that your relationship to anxiety changes when you learn to work with it, to let you know when things are out of alignment, when something's not right within you or that something is sucking you dry. Anxiety is your indicator, your warning light, your check engine light that something needs addressed. So if you find yourself in those seasons where anxiety is taking you over and you don't believe that your reality can be anything different than it is, listen to this episode, save it, remind yourself that it won't always be like this. What you're experiencing now won't always be your forever, but you've got to start developing your own toolkit, your own inner reliance to start addressing the way you're feeling, to start addressing your anxiety. And I promise you, you can get there. Save this episode. Go back to episode 61. If this resonated with you, if you want to know more, reach out to me. You can find me on social media on Instagram at Alicia D. Hopkins. So guys, thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. And I can't wait to connect with you on the next episode. Bye, guys. Thank you so much for listening to the Wake Up Call podcast. If you liked what you heard today, would you do me a favor and share the episode? Post it on social media, text it to a friend. I know whenever I hear something that really resonates, I wanna tell other people about it and I would love for you to do the same. And if you haven't done so already, don't forget to subscribe to the show and leave a rating and review. If you wanna connect outside of the podcast, find me on Instagram at Alicia D. Hopkins. Thank you so much for being here and I cannot wait to connect with you on the next episode.